the way we can change the world is really to go within and make sure that we individually are okay. If everybody did that, then here we go. <laughs> the world is like we did we did our work. And I mean, you can't pour from an empty cup. So the best way to be of service and not be selfish is actually to care for yourself. Welcome to the Limitless Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Mason. The time is now for us to break free of conditioned habits, think for ourselves, and realize our limitless nature. We will explore talks on meditation, creativity, wellness, spirituality, and storytelling. You're in for a treat because we're peeling back the layers and diving deep. I'll be having diverse voices from all different creative backgrounds and points of view on to discuss what makes their soul limitless. Plug in and tune out the outside world as we go on this journey together. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 113. I hope you're marching into this springtime weather with your head held high. Look into the sky, sun in your eye, breeze in your hair feeling ready and prepared to take on this next level of amazing opportunity to live. Ah, yes. (laughs) I am feeling a way today. I'm feeling a sort sort of way. Um, Before I hop into introducing our guest, for the podcast today, I wanted to let you know some things that are going on that are shaking out over here in limitless land. <sighs> I'm just going to take a breath. <sighs> we get so caught up in all of the energy of the swirling and the manifesting and the creating and the abundance and the circulation of emotions and everything moving in and through us all the time that we need to take time to slow down and breathe. So I'm just going to take that moment right now because <laughs> I get wrapped up very easily in um, in the waves, right? Like we we struggle for a while to find our, our footing, to find our, our flow. And once we crack that stuff open and we see that all along we just needed to breathe, and relax and ride the wave we get swept away and that wave just takes us so fast and we have to surrender or else we just resist so that's what i'm doing right now in um as i'm coming to you recording this it is march the 8th march 8th uh and you will be hearing this in a couple days but today this week I launched the very first Limitless Soul virtual offerings. So much just happened really quick. Um, I was talking about energy healing in my last solo episode, and I moved a lot of stuff and created a lot of space. And I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful for that because what I launched today, I know will help you so much if you're in a place that it is hard to decide what's next uh, in a world of uncertainty. And what I created is a mini course because digestible, right? Like easy, take it in, integrate it, go forth. I'm not in the mood right now to like for a deep long eight-week course, all this blah, blah, like small, bite-size, eat it, take it, swallow it, put it out into the world, let's go. (laughs) It's called Success is an Inside Job. I've been sitting on this for about two years now. Finally put it together in a little offering. There are calendars, worksheets, workbooks, um, prompts, (sighs) all kinds of educational support material along with three 20-minute videos. 
educational videos where I'm talking about the four essentials funnel, the funnel that I use to make every conscious choice that I have, whether that's been pivoting in my business or making a really difficult choice to keep my kids home for the last full year. They've been home for a full year from school and changing my lifestyle so that I can support that adventure. Also changing from Limitless Hairdresser to Limitless Soul, closing my salon, reopening my salon, so many things I've used this funnel for. And it's supported me so much in coming closer and closer to my intuition and more deeply aligned with my inner guidance so that every time I have to make a choice, I just ask myself and I feel in my body the response and I listen to all of that that is within me that's been there all along. And so that's what this course is all about. And I'm bundling it with my first ever work, my first ever writing work, which is called Awaken Your Limitless Soul. It's a journal prompting guidebook. It has 70 plus journal prompts, 15 different topics from things like discernment, intuition, alignment, uh, inner child healing, new paradigm leadership, all of these different things that are brilliant guides on our spiritual path. And this book, I put my heart and soul into. I spent a lot of time sitting with it, meditating on it, with it, asking my own intuition, using my own tools from these two offerings to complement one another. So I thought it was fitting to launch them together for a really low price of $87 for this week only. So if you're listening to this right now, it's a Thursday, go down in the show notes, click the link, get yourself this gift. It is so helpful for creatives, um, people who have swirly twirly minds and have a hard time focusing and setting intention and creating action in a very focused way. This is for you. And this journal guidebook is for you so that you can find that deep connection with yourself and keep creating from that space. So I love you so much. Thank you for being here for this journey and supporting me. I wanted to let you know about those offerings that are out today because I don't want you to miss this deal. It's 30% off the original price that I'm going to separate them and sell them individually. So take advantage of it this week. Grab yourself this gift send it to someone, maybe buy it for somebody as a present. It's definitely a gift that keeps on giving, <sighs> which leads me into introducing you to my amazing guest, Kiara Carter. And talking about being divinely guided and tapping into our intuition, that is how I found Kiara. Um, during the time when I was doing a 30-day meditation challenge around uh, December, I was starting to feel a little bit overwhelmed and burnt out and I noticed that she was doing a meditation challenge on her Instagram as well. So I started participating in some of her meditations and I felt so aligned to her energy and we have a lot in common and we think very similarly. And, um, it was really cool to sit down and talk with her and I put her on my list, right? Like I said at the beginning of this this season, I sat down with a notebook and I asked my intuition, I asked my inner guidance, who do I need to talk to on this podcast this season? Just show me who I need to talk to. Tell me, lead me to these people. And I wrote her name down. She came up. She came up in my consciousness and was like, I have to talk to Kira. So I, I put her on my list. We reached out. We connected. She said yes. And we had like the most deep conversations. She, she's a Scorpio. I'm a Scorpio rising. Our Scorpio energy is just swirling all around in this episode. We went really deep, really fast, <laughs> which I love. So I was really excited that she wanted to go there. A little bit about Kiera. She is a wellness entrepreneur out of Houston, Texas. She's a creator of Yokini Organics, a natural skincare line aiming to serve as a reminder that nature provides all that we need. She's a yoga instructor, energy alchemist, and an advocate for self-healing and returning to wholeness through self-exploration, self-expression, and integration. Her divine assignment is to help others remember who they are by shedding programming conditioning that no longer serves them. Bye. So that they may step into the most authentic version of themselves and show up in the world the way they're meant to. 
we went deep on topics like boundaries. I asked her how she keeps such boundaried um, energy that's so fluid and transparent being in her, in her presence. And you'll notice this in the conversation is so light and airy and soft and loving and creative and really fun. We went into things about um, distance healing, being a healer, being an entrepreneur, and also um, holding space for other people as we're doing our own healing ourselves. I know that you're going to love this episode. Definitely check out Kira's offerings at yokiniorganics.com. You can follow her on Yokini Organics. Y-O-K-Y-N-I-O-R-G-A-N-I-C-S on Instagram. Always up to some amazing things and has such a beautiful soul and a great message. So tune in, check it out, and let us know what you think. If you haven't already, leave us a five-star review over on iTunes. I would really appreciate your feedback. Let us know that you're listening. Also, tag us in, in your stories. If you listen to these episodes, we want to see your faces. We want to hear your voices and be able to connect in that more intimate way because you are on this conversation. You're in this journey with us. So plug in your AirPods, your headphones, tune out the outside world, and join Kiera and I on this really deep dive Scorpio conversation. Welcome, Kiera, to the Limitless Soul podcast. Thank you so much for having me. How are you doing today? I feel good. I feel really open um, and calm. It is you know, a Monday, the 1st of March. Mm. Um, So it just feels really good to be starting this month uh, in the month that we are moving into the spring equinox, which I love because the winter has been, it's been a little rough. So I'm feeling good. Mm. Yeah, my heart is feeling super excited, really grateful. Gratitude is coming up for me today too. Um, I live in Michigan, and so it's sunny today. So thank you. Thank you. (laughs) It's warm and sunny and happy to be here with you. Um, I'm so grateful that you were so flexible and graceful with me (laughs) that I just went through this three-day training. Um, For those of you who are listening and follow along with uh, Instagram and all that, this shamanic cranial sacral and Kiera and I were supposed to talk on Friday, and I was like, in some sort of way that (laughs) I was processing and couldn't sit with this um, conversation that was feeling really important to me. So thanks for being so flexible and helping me honor that (laughs) in that way. Yeah, it's so important for us just as practitioners and doing all the things that we do to um, be able to honor how we feel and you know, be honest about that and not really feel bad, have those like bad feelings of guilt or feeling like you're forced to show up when you really don't have the space. So, you know, I can honor and respect that honesty to say, okay, you know, I'm not really feeling it today. So let's reschedule so that there's a, um, I can show up fully because that's really what's important is us being able to show up fully. So thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. And Um, for everyone who's listening and joining in on this conversation, like just pull up a seat. I want you to be in this with us and, and share in this energy. And I'm here, I'm fully here, ready and prepared. And I know Kiera is as well. And I think this is a great place for us to just jump in is about, um, honoring ourselves and honoring our path and how we feel as I sat in this circle this last week with 11 women, um, and we went, went around the room, our teacher said, how is your heart feeling today? And it was so interesting because in this process, there was a lot of emotional releasing and um, vulnerability of being seen and being seen in a way that's not like, you look so cute. Look at your outfit. Oh my gosh. I love like your whole thing. It was like, you just cried and you know, let your heart be completely open. And in the moment, it feels so good. And then all of a sudden you come back and you have to look at everyone and you're like, oh my God, they just saw me do that. (laughs) And sitting in a group of women, that's something that I think comes up a lot is 
not wanting to, to be seen in those vulnerable ways because the thing that people were saying that was on their heart, like, I'm feeling a little embarrassed. I'm feeling like I wish I could just kind of like have it erased from all of your memories so I can sit here. And so I wanted to drop in on that point of, um, you know, honoring all of the parts of this path. I know you're a yoga teacher and do distance healing and Reiki. And to be in that, it takes a level of of honesty and, and taking off these masks with ourselves so that we can show up for other people. So what has been your experience um, in that for yourself, like taking this stuff off and, and really taking the weight off so that you can show up for, for your clients and other people? Yeah. Um, so I first, I guess, would start with the moment I had to be honest with myself about what it is I wanted to do and um, how I wanted to be living my life. After I graduated college in 2015, I worked full-time for um, about two years before I moved from Washington, D.C. to Houston, Texas. And um, I just realized that I wasn't someone who was able to show up to a job that wasn't fulfilling me. It absolutely drained my energy. It, um, the effects that it had on my mental health were just like, I really had no other option but to say, okay, I need to figure something else out um, so that I'm able to step into something where I feel like I'm making impact, um, like I am using my gifts and sharing wisdom and knowledge and my experiences because that is really what lights me up. So um, being honest with myself about how I wanted to spend my energy um, and choosing to do things that replenished that energy rather than like super draining and just like brings me really low. Um, but yeah, in, in frequent tune-ins with learning about energy work and receiving my Reiki certification. Um, my own energetic practices have really been useful in me being able to tell when I'm able to show up for others and when I need to kind of pull back and focus on my own healing and my own processing. And that's something that's come up recently. Like I said, this, this winter season has been quite an interesting one and one of many shifts where I have been like, okay, I need to kind of scale back a little bit to, to reconfigure um, mm -hmm. my own energy so that I can show up more authentically because um, when you go within and kind of like tune everything out and you're like, all right, let me focus on my own shit and figure out what it is I'm supposed to be doing here. Mm. Um, you start to take those masks off and you become on the other side of it. Like it's always kind of rough, but then on the other side of it, you come out uh, even more of your authentic self. It's like, yes, I feel like and these are cycles that we continue to go through through life. So it's not like, okay, one day you're just like, oh yes, here I am, my <laughs> most authentic self. It's like, no, you're constantly going through these cycles of shedding and becoming um, more and more of yourself. So I am on the end of another one of those cycles coming into this astrological new year. Yes. It's just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> Here I am again. Here I am again. So yeah, I was reading something the other day um, that was talking about about that that next cycle. Like, you know, energy is infinite. It's it's not like oh, here's one energy cycle and now it's done. And here's like drop down to the next line. It's it just keeps going. Um, it's so fluid. And as we're coming towards the end of the zodiac, moving into Aries, moving into like that be that new beginning, I'm so happy. I'm feeling very excited for it. Um, but this watery season has been really good for me. Move the rest of the stuff out that you know. This whole last year has been. This last zodiac season was like, whoosh, 
intense. It's Inten- been intense. Super intense. And I was thinking about that the other day and I was like, the beginning of the Zodiac was Aries and was March of last year when, yeah. you know, it just really took us away. It was like, okay, this is what this cycle is going to be about. Are you ready? Doesn't and matter. We were not. None of us were. <laughs> <Does> it- <laughs> it's like, we don't, it doesn't matter if you're ready or not. This is what's happening. It's here. Um, and I was sitting with that of, of these, these cycles of death and rebirth. And when people are talking about leveling up or like the next version of yourself and there is no like place to get to, as you just said, like it's, you just continue to shed. Um, but I, I wish I could remember who it was or what I was reading something out in the ethers, uh, that when we get to these next levels, it's a place to sit. And that's what right now kind of feels like to me is like this sitting, uh, sitting with and in everything that's happened in this last season, this last whole year, so that when we move into this next um, level of ourselves or this next birth, this next cycle, um, we're able to leave and shed the parts of us that aren't needed for the the rest of the journey. Yeah. And it's like a big choice, right? It's like, wow, he, here it is. I'm giving you this opportunity to take it off and let it move through. Or you can take it with you. That's fine if that's what you want to do. But you're you're gonna have another year if you thought this was intense, you know, you're gonna carry some of that with you. So for you, Kiara, what what has it been like to take off this next layer? What what are you taking off? Yeah. So, um, oh, yes. I love getting into the deep things. I'm a Scorpio. Son, I'm Scorpio so. rising. Woo! Oh, yes. We're Here a perfect company. <laughs> so um, you brought up the uh, concept of choice and this free will. And what has been shown to me dead in my face, lots of shadow work. It's just like so clear to me the way my actions have continued to manifest um, what I am in vibrational alignment with, although that is not what I desire. So I'm just seeing so clearly how my Mm -hmm. own um, actions are causing me to block out what it is that I am trying to call in. Um, a lot of inner child healing and just like those feelings of not enoughness, um, of perfectionism, because I am also a Virgo moon. So I have that going for me, that uh, dance happening with my sun and moon sign. Um, and just that like it's crippling you know, to the point where I'm just like so creative and I have so many ideas that um, I'm like, I don't know which one to do. Like, I'm not sure which way I want to go. And then also like, you know, being afraid of showing up and making a mistake Mm -hmm. and this concept of like failure and what that even is, which I'm starting to realize it's like an illusion. Cause like you said, There's not really a destination. It's simply the unfolding of the journey. Mm -hmm. And so what is failure in that? Like, I don't know. Um, So yeah, that is what I'm letting go of is uh, this wanting to be perfect and like not make mistakes or being afraid of, of doing that. I think I know that inevitably that is, the way life works. You learn, uh, you do things, they don't work. And so then you try another thing and that works. Um, but it's all kind of experimental. This is what the life is. We, every day is new for us. We're walking into this, like, this is my first time living this day. How about you? <laughs> so, so being yeah. willing to like show up in that and, and show up intentionally, more intentionally. Um, you know, with honesty, with integrity um, and authenticity and being willing, just being willing to, to make the mistakes and to have the experience and to learn from it. And um, also what's been coming up is believing uh, 
what people, the feedback that I receive from my clients, you know, where a lot of us are, um, have been stuck in this cycle of, of maybe self-doubt or imposter syndrome and all of these things that come from our conditioning that tell us like we're not good enough, we're not expert enough, we're not not enough, not enough, not enough. But um, when I listen to the people who speak with me and work with me and follow me and participate in, you know, offerings, whether it is a live meditation just on Instagram live, or they actually work with me one-on-one in a Reiki session, the feedback that I get is always so beautiful and like mind-blowing because I'm just like, I kind of am just showing up here. I felt you know, a pull, a call to offer this or do this. And when people give me feedback and they're like, I really needed this, um, you know, this is how I felt beforehand and this is how I'm feeling after. These are my experiences. This was my experience during while I was listening to you, uh, like movement of emotions and just being able to have that release, it's so profound, uh, the work that I do. And sometimes I forget that in my own, being in my own head. Mm. Um, So coming back to that reminder as well, that like, this is impactful work and it is shifting um, the lives and the consciousness of other people, which is the goal ultimately is to, to help others remember. So that is a lot of what has been coming up for me lately, getting getting my stuff out the way so that I can (laughs) fully believe in myself and show up in the way that I'm called to. Yeah. And you must have been with us in spirit this last week because those are the two things that kept coming up over and over again was intention is more important than skill and willingness is all you need to have like like that is it and you know stepping into this role as a healer and even claiming that as like i'm i'm a healer and uh really you know scorpio sun to scorpio rising like we know what it's like to go deep there's no other way i can go so i'm like if you don't want to go deep around me then i don't know if it'll work out I don't know how to talk about just surface level things. No, I was like, let's talk about deeper stuff behind the stuff that makes absolutely no sense. But by the end of it, we're like, boom, we just figured Mm. out all of the world's problems. Um, But that the concept of, of being healer, it is kind of a, in our, in our, our new age lives that we haven't lived yet. Every day is a new day healer. For me, just means willingness to show up and hold space for other people. It has nothing to do with, and this is probably what I've had to let go of in this last cycle, is needing to be the best at something. Perfectionism, I really relate to that a lot. It's like, I need to be the best healer. I need to be the be the most knowledgeable I need to, you know, and I'm like, you know, just like hitting books against my head. Like I need to learn more. There's, I haven't gotten there yet. Um, and really letting go of all of that attachment to what it is to be something, Mm. you know, to, Mm -hmm. I mean that the beginning of that sentence is just that it's like, you are just being, it's not, you're not doing anything. Sure, your 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 physical body might be putting a hand here, or you might be writing something down over here, but you know, behind- the magic is in that presence. Exactly, the presence of being here. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And so, you know, not even understanding, quote unquote, understanding that, but letting go of the need to have it associate with with a benchmark or a doing or a, a, a status or a statistic, you know? Yeah. The other side of that too, that I've learned is in this, like, you know, the title of healer <clears throat> is understanding that 
we can't actually heal anyone else. Like it is a very, um, more of a facilitating rather than a like, I'm here to fix you mm. or I can heal you. Um, coming out of that savior complex has been big for me as well. And just realizing that I am a facilitator of healing and a reminder of like, this is your body doing the work. You know, I'm just kind of here with the knowledge and um, the tools to facilitate that healing. But ultimately, um, it's up to us as individuals to um, show up for ourselves and to, to open ourselves up to receive, you know, Reiki. That is a big part of it as well. So, um, yeah, that's the other piece. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a big shift from the the masculine you know i have like my little jeep gear it's like burr, 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 and we're like shifting and it's not just like a straight line we have to figure out and navigate the, the unwinding of all that's tightened us up and given mm. us all of this restriction to think that we need to you know in order to be worthy or good enough or accepted that we need to make this amount of money and if we're not mm -hmm. striving towards that then what are you doing what are you worth yeah <laughs> what are you worth yeah and yeah. wow that's been huge for me is like in i'm a capricorn son so like money success drive is like ingrained into me um right not to mention from like my ancestral lineage it's like just a really deep in there and um my dad's side of the family is Ukrainian. So it's just like, work hard, mm -hmm. never stop. You know, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> I can't anymore. So I cry. Can I just cry? Yeah. Um, and so really uh, learning how to unwind all of that tightness that has been just unconsciously passed along and shifting into that feminine energy of allowing like allowing mm. things to just flow the way that they want to. Yeah. And in each moment, like, as you said, I haven't lived this day before. I don't know what to expect. I, And if there has been anything that this last year has taught us that the, it is like, expect nothing, <laughs> have, like we can't. And really, yeah. you know, taking that deep dive into letting go. And wow, that's a hard concept for my logical, rational brain to comprehend is like, what is letting go? Mm -hmm. What is it? And when we talk about it uh, with clients or um, with community, talking about letting go, because it is the most important thing to free our mind, is as simple as that. It's like, let it go, let it move through. And what I'm starting to, to uh, feel is that moving through, you know? Yeah. B by being in that feminine, by being present, energy can move through us. When we're not present, it's like it get, like a little gets stuck Stored. here. Yeah. Get stuck here. It's like, we don't have time to process. We don't have time to move it through. So we're just like, ah, I'm just gonna keep going towards whatever I'm doing. I'm not going to pause long enough to say, oh, I feel kind of sad right now. Ooh, I feel mm -hmm. like really angry. You know, it's like, oh, put that away, put it away. Um, so in your experience, what is what is letting go felt like to you? And, and in which ways uh, have you found it was easy and which ways uh, really hard? Hmm. <clears throat> letting go let me think for a second that's a really good question that was just fully loaded i don't know where these mm -hmm. are coming from <laughs> <laughs> these are the deep questions for one i just i feel like even in um your question of like how has it been easy? It has not. <laughs> it's my immediate mm -hmm. response is just like, it has not, it has not been, been something because for me, 
I think that letting go involves a lot of forgiveness, Mm. forgiveness of others and forgiveness Mm -hmm. of myself, which is something that I have just struggled with um, is being able to like move past something that um, either really affected me uh, so that it doesn't continue to perpetuate in my future mm-hmm. um, or you know just letting go of control is really difficult as well because the mental body our mind is just like I want to control it like I want to I want to um, really have I don't know we're, we're just like so many fears come up when it comes to letting go because you're really surrendering to the unknown mm-hmm. when you let go. And um, for st- the, the unknown is scary. Yeah. I'm Our need sure. for certainty <laughs> is like really thick. Which <laughs> is so backwards mm-hmm. because again, we're all living this, this now moment for the first time. So it's like uncertainty is literally the the foundation of our reality (laughs) and yet we are so afraid of it so Mm -hmm. backwards and yet so interesting um such a paradox it is but yes that has been you know my experience with letting go and kind of what it has felt like is this like you know that surrendering to the unknown and being afraid and saying and trusting as well like trusting that um, I can follow my heart and allow it to lead without my mind having to be in the way, really dropping out of the mind and into the heart space and leading that way. Mm. Um, so through all the fear and the difficulties in letting go, that is what I come back to is drop out of the mind, drop into the heart. I also am um, very sacral led. So I, my intuition is a gut feeling needing to tune into that sacral area and and ask um, where my creativity is leading me Um, so and even if my mind is not kind of able to understand why am i why am i feeling called to go down this road to to go down this route or to um, do this thing to create this uh offering not questioning that Mm -hmm. and just allowing myself to be body led. Mm, That's really great um, awareness. I think for a lot of people who are listening right now, they're like, how do I get that? I want that. (laughs) (laughs) Because it really is a a tricky thing. um, Discernment, at Mm -hmm. least in my experience, wanting to be so led by intuition and I find myself in that space a lot, but when I come to a crossroads or like a a roadblock, it seems like there's a battle between Mm. my head and my heart and discernment gets really murky. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know who is talking right now because this kind of makes sense. And then this kind of feels bad, but like where, you know, and, and discernment has been a big part of my practice. Like, not questioning and and I've, I've found that it's easier if you just commit to the first feeling you know if it's like yes i'm like okay i'll do that and if it's like no and i'm like but i wanna mm-hmm. it's like no no not right now yeah. and and really listening to that uh that inner voice um yeah one thing that has helped me is looking into my human design, Mm -hmm. uh, which tells you how your energy works. And that is how I found, um, or how I remembered, I'll say, because it was something that I was not necessarily consciously aware of, but still doing because it is in my design of being um, sacral led. I am a manifesting generator with sacral authority. Okay. So um, that means that like, you know, I'm processing when I'm processing information and um, deciding how to move. It is through my gut that I can find what is right for me, um, tuning into that sacral area. So that is a tool for anyone listening, wondering, like, 
how can I get into my body um, or how can I figure out um, how to listen to that inner voice? Human design, looking at your human design chart can um, really assist with that. Yeah, I have I've done two human design sessions. I'm a generator. And then mm. I forget all the other details. But there's a lot that's like all open and connected in my like stomach area. And it mm. just keeps like cycling all around down there. Um, I forget all the other things off the top of my head. But I pretty much have to have a, a small circle because I go so deep that a lot of people mm. can't handle my energy. <laughs> Yeah, but, but people on the outside like want like a little bit of it, but if I get too close, it can like push people too too far, like overwhelm mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I noticed so interesting that. how like we can just learn and be able to see as well. It's like mm-hmm. this inf- learning this information um, has it is just a really big confirmation because I can see it in. Mm-hmm the way my life plays out and the things around me, I'm just like, oh, this makes sense. It just kind of tied everything together and gave really good insight. And when you said, you know, that open energy, it brought me to um, another thing that I've been moving through and realizing because I have um, an open head in Ajna um, and our open centers are where we're more susceptible to programming. Um, in human design. And so what I've realized over the past few weeks is um, noticing the way social media and consuming other people's ideas and content kind of overwhelms my own head. Not, and it's because I'm so inspired, you know, and, and sometimes that inspiration is too much and can, this ties into what I was speaking about earlier with like, being overwhelmed and so creative and not knowing which route to choose because there are so many. And that is kind of from this overconsumption of everyone else's ideas and everyone else's inspiration and creativity um, to where I'm just like overwhelmed. So yeah. Which one is mine? To be mindful of. <laughs> yeah. Right. Which, which one of these is mine and which other ones am I just getting high off of other people's Right. And that's literally uh, the question is like in the the self and not self is, um, is this idea mine or -hmm. someone else's? Is this belief mine or someone else's? Which is really good awareness to have when it comes to deconditioning the mind and coming home to yourself Mm -hmm. is um, realizing which like ideas and beliefs were um, projected onto you that you have somehow picked up on and integrated into your identity, even though it's not really you Mm. and, and letting those ones go and coming into the truth uh, that you carry within yourself. Mm. That's, Mm. that's good. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, Oh God, social media. I don't even know how I feel about it. I'm like, I've since the beginning of this podcast, I'm like, I don't know. It's a blessing because it brings people together. But yeah, coming back to that discernment piece, you really have to have um, discern like what is what you're consuming healthy mm-hmm. for you, or is it making you like is it doing something to your your nervous system that's like frying your circuit? Like, are yeah. you are you like consuming stuff because it's like getting you high? And, you know, it's like an addiction Mm -hmm. or are you consuming it? Like I I've started going on there just like seeing how my energy feels playing with other people's I deleted or unfollowed, I guess, 1200 people Mm -hmm. off of my Instagram. I've been wanting to, I've been needing to do a, um, it took me a long time. It took me like three weeks because they only let you delete so many people at a time. Mm Mm-hmm. And it felt so good the first time I did it. And I just went in with that discernment meter. I go, when I'm look, going through my page, I'm like, is this value? No, 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 no. Yes. I want to just keep seeing what they're doing. I like, I like mm-hmm. the energy that they're bringing into my space. Um, and that's been really cool to be able to, in this way, connect with people like you. Like, how would we ever, you know, be able to connect in that way? And who knows where it might go or who knows where these 
connections or relationships might lead. Um, but I'm being really, really mindful of how I'm navigating that landscape because for a while there, I was like, why do I feel, I feel, I feel everybody's everything. And I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. I'm like on edge. I can feel everybody's projection. I can feel everybody's pain. Yeah. I can feel everybody's fear. I can feel everybody's anger. And I'm like, I can't, I'm like, overwhelming. I'm like sweating so emotions and, <laughs> you know, I, but I also love hearing different opinions. I love hearing and seeing other perspectives. So it's not that I want to do away with any of that. It's more the energy behind how the, how it's being Mm-hmm. cast out into the ethers yeah another big one is um the comparison program that comes mm-hmm. with like social medias um being mindful and noticing when as you're scrolling that is coming up like my awareness in that has been um really loud as well where if I hop on, I'm just like immediately like, oh, okay, no, this is not, let me hop off. <laughs> it's not the time to scroll because for whatever reason, you know, can immediately notice myself um, questioning my own worth based off mm-hmm. of what it is that I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but it is such a blessing to be able to connect with like the entire world literally i just had a reiki session with a client who is in spain and i was just like how how did you find me like wow this mm-hmm. is really great because it's not like i'm using special hashtags to right. and so it's just like that um kind of divine mm-hmm. uh crossing of paths mm-hmm. with the different people but we absolutely do have to be um, mindful and aware and consciously using these tools and not letting them use us. Mm-hmm. I know. It's like the universal brain mm-hmm. or the universal mind. It's, you know, that age old, like, um, the mind is a, a terrible master, but an excellent servant. And mm-hmm. it's like, we could take uh, social media or the internet as a whole as being the collective mind and it's like right is it are you enslaved to it or are you mastering it and navigating it being in mm. charge you know of of the way that it's uh dancing with your life and yeah. what a challenge that is but mm. um you know something fun to just be aware of and play with instead of being yeah. like ah oh, i can't do any of it i gotta run away Um, which is leading me to this question about boundaries, because you are so like your energy, I know we're not even in the same room, but your energy is just really uh, expansive and flowy and welcoming and spacious. And it feels really light and, and, and airy. So do Mm. you, how do you navigate boundaries? Do you believe in boundaries? Are you a non-boundary person? Are you like, um, what does that look like to you? Cause I don't yeah. feel like, I don't feel walls. I don't feel like, you know, as it, we're asking these crazy questions and having this like deep conversation and we've never met. It's not like, uh, 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 which I've had that before on some conversations. I'm like, Oh God, I don't even know how I can, what yeah. I, is it almost over? I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I believe in all the boundaries I'm here for boundaries. Okay. Um, Tell me about it. Tell me how this looks for you. Cause I need, I need some of those, however you're so, doing. <laughs> <laughs> so first things first, I am, it may come as a surprise. I'm not sure. I am an introvert, like to the T I spend a lot of my time alone. I live alone. Um, and kind of have always been this, like doing my own thing type of person where I don't necessarily need, um, uh, to always be around other people or in groups. I work very well alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's for one, I think that the amount of time that I spend alone allows me to fully show up in my social settings. And then also just, um, you know, to speak to being open in this conversation is setting that intention. At the very beginning, I said, I felt very open, like my mm-hmm. heart feels open. I'm, um, this is, when it comes to um, 
showing up on platforms and being able to share my story and just speak and be real, I'm, I'm always really open about that. Like I will share my experiences because I feel like they're relevant and um, they're helpful. Uh, so there's like not really any fear or blockages around showing up as myself and sharing my story using my voice. My boundaries, um, typically I'm setting a lot of boundaries in relationships, like my relationships, closer relationships with other people where um, I will need to uh, express that I need some time alone. Uh, when it comes to like dating and romantic relationships, um, I'm having to be vocal about that uh, in the way where it's just like, yeah, I just need some time. It's not necessarily anything that you're doing or not doing. It is simply like being honest with myself and my own energy to know that I recharge in solitude. Mm. So um, that awareness of like knowing what I need helps me to set those boundaries mm. um, and, and honor my own boundaries. So. Yeah, but I, I certainly know um, and believe that it is important to to have boundaries in place. Energetic boundaries as well has been um, something that I've learned a lot about and have implemented as a practice um, because it's so easy to pick up on what other people are feeling and wanting to process that for them mm -hmm. as you know, natural born energy healers. This was something even before our training um, and getting certifications, we were doing anyway. Mm -hmm. And that is how we have been able to be led to um, having it as an, an element of our careers. And um, so being aware of that and knowing like, okay, I need to separate what is mine from what is the world's, mm -hmm. especially at a time like now where it's so easy to get wrapped up in all of the things happening in this world mm -hmm. and feeling like shit about it. Um, so really needing to separate uh, the collective feelings from the individual feelings and process that through um, and to say, okay, you know, I can't carry this any longer. I'm setting a boundary when it comes to how I'm tuned in with social media or mainstream media and hearing these like perpetual or repetitive um, keywords, negative stories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and it's very triggering. And so that is, is a huge boundary that I've set as it relates to just being tuned into what is happening collectively mm -hmm. um, and needing to step back into my own reality to say like, okay, this is actually what I'm dealing with rather than, you know, what's being told, what I'm being told is happening in this world. Yeah. I um, think a lot of people feel maybe myself included. Yeah, definitely myself included that sometimes like selfish for saying, this is what I need. Mm -hmm. This is how I need to take care of myself right now because doing this work and, and holding space for people on a, on an individual level, a lot of times when you're one-on-one -on -one or in a community, um, sometimes there's this expectation cast that because you can do those things that you should be out here doing everything for all, all of the world. And it's like, yeah. that is just not possible. Realistic. It's not realistic at all. No, it's not. And, um, but then as a, as a person who cares so deeply, a lot of us, probably most people listening right now are this way are feeling like, wow, like there's never enough that you can do. There's never enough that we can hold, but what you're saying and what I'm receiving is doing things for yourself and knowing that that is what needs to be done to stay healthy mentally and physically that's enough and that it is yes that's yeah. where, where where we can all probably return to 
because if you think about it, the the world, um, the way we can change the world is really to go within and make sure that we individually are okay. If everybody did that, yeah. then here we go. <laughs> the world is like we did we did our work. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and I mean, you can't pour from an empty cup. So the best way to be of service and not be selfish is actually to care for yourself Mm -hmm. is to you know pour that energy into yourself that so that you can fully show up and do the things that you are called to do and what you're share what you're meant to share um but you only get to that path um by going within and making sure that you are are uh, balanced and in a healthy space and taking care of yourself and um, just being mindful about what is inside of you. Mm-hmm. And when people start to notice you doing this, if it's new, <laughs> they might be like, oh, I only care about themselves now. Oh, you don't care about anybody else. All you think about is mm-hmm. yourself and focus on yourself. And I think a big practice that I've implemented is learning exactly what you said. This is not mine. Like let projection. it, you People know, are projecting. Yeah. Let it bounce off. And that's a, that's a big thing to work on in and, in and of itself. It's just learning how to let those things bounce off, discern them, be like, that's not mine. And then if a repeated story comes up, you know, sometimes I'll take the time to, to listen. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to listen. If my sister and my mom and my husband and everybody's coming at me going, you don't care about anybody but yourself anymore and this and that instead of taking it personally, like it's hurting me and I feel bad. It's like, okay, I hear you. Like, what do you need? And Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like, I just need you to call me a little bit more. Like I need you to, you know, and I said, okay, I can do that. You know? And it's, it's those little tiny things that maybe because we, we get so focused on, ourselves um that as we do that it's like a little backtrack it's like okay well now i can pour a little more over here Mm -hmm. this is what i can give you this is what i can give you right now and communicating right communication that's what i found like (laughs) this is what i can give right now Mm -hmm. and that's okay and letting that be okay yeah yeah letting Mm -hmm. that be okay Well, this has been really fun. Yes. Uh, I, I, I feel like we could really go on and on. I know. I on. am not even at the time completely. I feel like we were just in. Um, we were in non-ordinary a time, time capsule. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where time didn't exist because I swear we've been talking for about five minutes. And yeah. it's been almost an hour. So <laughs> I know. Wild, you know, stepping into this portal. And what I love so much about this podcast and it's been such a gift to have this is it is encapsulated in time. Like what a cool thing, Kira, in like 10 years, somebody listens back to this and they're like, Oh my God, (laughs) back in the day, back in the day, (laughs) (laughs) they were, they knew things. 2021. (laughs) So it really is. It's it's like we're creating these little moments in time and, and being able to save them. Yeah, uh, I think that'll be really important for the retelling of this history because this is absolutely the a monumental shift in what is happening in the world in collective consciousness, us coming back to uh, remembering ourselves and remembering like what this all is about, mm. um, and the fact that we're able to document this so clearly is something that hasn't happened in the past which is how history has been able to be kind of twisted and people tell their sides of the story yes (laughs) um but you know all the writing that we're doing the recording of podcasts the creating of content and just like documentation is happening at profound rates and um we're telling our stories for Mm. the future generations after us to be able to say, Oh, this is what happened. And this is like the truth and how we came to get wherever we're going. Mm. I have not 
I have not even paused long enough to realize that. So thank you for just yeah. like documenting that for history. Absolutely. Like, yeah, it's really cool that we're making history here and um, having conversations like this is, is the, is the work is the healing work of sharing this, you know, words are just words, but it's the mm -hmm. energy. It's the energy that's being cultivated. It's what, whoever is listening to this right now or 10 years from now feels from a transmission like this mm -hmm. of of humans just willing to to take off some masks to take off some of the the stuff um and really just be yeah yeah it's yeah really thank cool. you so much for having this platform and inviting yeah. me on yeah thank you for um, being here to share Okay, so the last little part that I normally do before we get off is a little little game because games mm. are fun. We'll yeah. take it like a little bit lighter now for a minute. <laughs> and I'm going to ask you some like uh, one word questions. So a little rapid fire. Okay. Okay. Are you a sunrise or sunset person? Sunset. Travel or stay home? Travel. I know. I'm like... Yeah, as when, much when's, when's the next trip? <laughs> I need to get out of here. Yeah, I know, seriously. Um, okay, you invite three people to a dinner party. Who's at your table? Oh my goodness, um, Beyonce is here. <laughs> hey, uh, who else? My, I'd bring my best friend to also meet Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> that is a true friend, and third person let's see this is a, a big dinner party <laughs> for me mm -hmm. um hmm it's hard my mind's like i know i'm just like me beyonce and who and my best friend and dead or alive Okay, this opens up my options. <laughs> um, Maya Angelou is coming to mind mm -hmm. for whatever reason. I feel like she would have gems to drop yeah. for me. Oh yes, just be able to share. So yeah, that'd be it'd be me, my best friend, Beyonce, and Maya Angelou. That's a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a movie or a show person? Movie. Dance or watch. Ooh, dance. Walk or run? Walk. Favorite food? Tacos. Most nostalgic smell? The smell of the seasons changing. Oh, yes. Always brings me back to childhood and just being outside and playing outside. So mm -hmm. that, that season changing smell. Ocean or mountains? Ocean. Cook or clean? Are you like the, do you cook or, or do you have to do both? I have to do both because I spend or I'm, I live alone, but I. If you had to choose. Would rather clean, surprisingly. Ooh. <laughs> um, in one word, what is your intention for 2021? Ease. Ah, breathe that one in. Yeah. Ooh. Just letting it all happen. Ease. Beautiful. Thank you, Kiera. It was lovely meeting you. Amazing talking to you. Thank you for sharing the space, sharing your heart. Um, it's really great. I don't want to go. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. So, so much for inviting me on and having me and asking these deep questions. Yeah, it was really fun. Like this is going to be really useful for yeah. uh, listeners, whoever's I, listening. I think so, too. Um, so thanks for going there with me. Absolutely. Um, and then do you want to tell everyone where they can find you? Let's just leave it on that so they can go immediately after this and make sure they can connect with you. Yes, absolutely. So you can follow me on Instagram at Yokini, Y-O-K-Y-N-I. And my website is www.yokiniorganics.com. That's where you can find 
um, my digital offerings. I have a healing toolkit that I dropped in January and also book a session with me if you'd like mm -hmm. to work with me one-on-one -on -one for um, distance healing. Amazing. Thank you so much and be well. Travel this journey with ease and I will see you soon. Thank you. Bye.